Na mihi nui, kia koutou katoa. Welcome to Auckland Library's podcast. As we celebrate Pride Month across the country, come and visit a new exhibition called Diversity, located at Central City Library at Level 2 in the atrium space. Now, join us in listening to the interviews recorded on September 2015 for the Rainbow Youth Archives. In the following tracks, you will learn about the coming out stories of seven different Rainbow Youth members. Now, when did you start identifying as someone um, who was different? Yeah. Um, um, so, I guess I always knew I was different, and that's really cliche, but I guess everyone thinks they're different. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess when it really hit that I was a lesbian was probably when I was 14 or 13, um, and I'd had my first boyfriend, and... <laughs> He was so in love with me. He used to write me... He wrote me a poem that got in his school, like, um, magazine. Like, you know, it was a big deal. And I... It was really funny because I was writing poetry, but I was writing poetry for all these girls. And so when he came and showed me this poem, I was like, oh, okay, something's really drastically wrong here. Um, And I had a crush on a girl at my school... Um, and that was very confusing and weird and scary. Uh, she wasn't in the hostel with me. But then when I was... So that was in fourth form. And then my I broke up with my boyfriend. And he decided it would be a good idea to tell the girl I had a thing for. Because he was trying to help me. He was, he was so great about it. He was really supportive. And he just wanted to make sure that I was okay. And that I got the girl, I guess. Mm. And so he told her and of course that did not go down well (laughs) so luckily we went into the summer holidays oh sorry and then um throughout that summer holidays I just started telling a few of the girls at the hostel and they were really really supportive and we got into our fifth form year and I still hadn't told my parents or anything like that but um I got into started having a relationship with another girl at the hostel and that all just went south really fast because you're 15 you live together in your you know like in, in a relationship and um I'm doing quotation marks because mm. <laughs> I don't know whether you can call that young but anyway um and we one night we went to uh, her the girl's 15th birthday party at her at her house it was like <clears throat> south of Auckland like Waiuku and a bunch of the hostel girls came as well and um while we were there we had we I don't know had a few cocktails like a like a little bit of alcoholic punch I don't know and um thing things just got out of hand and people started fighting out and then eventually somebody came up to her mum and told her mum well that we're at the party and um so next thing I knew I was in the back of her mum's car and driving back to Auckland at like 12 p.m at a.m and she dropped me off at the hostel and the hostel lady was like you're signed out for the weekend what are you doing here and so I spent that weekend absolutely terrified, not knowing what was going on. I couldn't contact the girl. This was, you know, like her cell phone had been taken off her. Um, and then on Monday, everybody came back from the party. And some people were really great. Some people would just act like nothing had happened. But other people started sort of avoiding me. And just there was this whole air that something was about to happen really big. 
and sure enough, on Monday afternoon, so the hostel is set up that you all people have to walk through an office, an entrance, a foyer thing to get into the hostel, get into the dorms, and get into the dining room. And on this off in this office, as you're walking through this, there was a big whiteboard on one side, and it would list who the names of girls who'd got parcels and the names of girls who needed to who needed to have a meeting with like the head of the hostel. And my name was on that list. Um, and I was like, oh god, I know what's coming. And I was absolutely terrified. And so she sat me down. And she was like, uh, you, I've been, I've received like a call from so-and-so's parents saying that they're extremely concerned about their daughter and that you're really you're a bad influence against her um and so I've rung your mother and she I've told her that you're a lesbian and I've told her that she needs to come down so we can have a meeting with the dean the associate dean the principal me and somebody else and it was like you know and I just sat there like absolutely dumbstruck and I was like did you tell my dad and she was like no I just told your mother I was like, okay, oh my gosh, okay. Uh, so at that same time, um, my stepsister, who is from my father's, really not, she's not his daughter, but she, you know, from that side of the family, she also was at the hostel, and she'd only been there for a year. She came late. She was a year older than me. And I, after I had that meeting, I went up to her room and just started bawling my eyes out, just crying so hard. She had no idea what was going on. And eventually I told her that I thought I might be gay, and what was happening and that I might be kicked out of the hostel and she got so angry straight away she was just like well I'll go down there and I'll kiss a girl in front of them and they can kick me out too because there's no way that I'm staying you know without you this is horrible um so I still couldn't get in touch with the girl that I was uh seeing um but my mum came down like a couple of days later and she didn't tell my dad they they're not very close and she just didn't think it was appropriate for she wanted me to tell him she wanted at least me to be able to tell someone because you know so we got she came down and she um we went into this meeting and I have absolutely no recollection of this meeting except for one bit where the director of the hostel said we have never had this situation happen in all of the 80 years at, at this boarding school and I'm thinking okay so I'm just the first lesbian that's ever existed um really sorry anyway they were just I think really terrified of what the other parents would say and I've talked about it with my mum afterwards my mum has a better recollection of what happened um but she said that I held myself really well and that it came off across to her like most of the the people in that room were just very concerned about making sure that the school and the hostel maintained their um, sort of their reputation and that I was as quiet and you know left as quickly as I could um, and <clears throat> that was not uh, I sort of I can't remember what happened during that meeting but my mum said afterwards that I'd sort of convinced them that it was you know they seemed a lot better about having me at the hostel and the upshot of it pretty much was that my my mum was fine with it and sh and 
I got moved out of my dormitory where we all shared a room, like we all shared, sorry, um, like a hallway, and I was put upstairs into like a prefix room, which was amazing because I was only 15 and you're not allowed a prefix room unless you're a... You know, so I had a door, which was crazy because we only had curtains in our dorm, and I had a PowerPoint in my room, and I was great. I was living the life. Um, so that was, it was a really tumultuous time, I think. And one of the things I know now on reflection is just how appalling it is that this woman outed me to my mum. Like, it, even though my mum was great about it, nowadays, if if a young kid came to Rainbow Youth and said, "I've been," the director of my hostel, we would be all over that. That would be media, that would be... We would shut that down, that is, you know, so... And she got away with it, and it's just sort of... It frustrates me sometimes. I'm like, oh, you had no idea what you were doing. But, yeah. So uh, you stayed in the hostel, and were... Did they become more open about right. your... Um, I stayed at the hostel, yep, right through to the seventh form. Um, did they become more open... Yeah. Accepting? Was, yeah, they did. Like, I think <clears throat> all the staff there were really good. Um, there were a couple of girls who stopped talking to me, but they were in different years. They weren't in my year level. Mm-hmm. My year level was so good. They, like, just enclosed themselves around me and just supported me wholeheartedly. And then the Yankee years started, a couple of them started coming out as well. So it was sort of like I kind of they were too scared to because they were younger and I sort of broke that barrier so that they could which is really cool um and I think um the relationship with the girl didn't last and so that was pretty horrible like living with her you know after things had fallen apart but we're, we're now really good friends um and I think I got to the point where everybody just knew me as, like, the lesbian <laughs> at my school, which is quite hilarious. You've been listening to Auckland Libraries podcast. You can find further information on our SoundCloud page or see the Auckland Libraries website.